hello 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 welcome back to episode two growing up cali it is now march the 16th um i am still on magnesium nothing has changed my blood pressure has not dropped i'm still not urinating which equals still no eating still no drinking so I'm extremely frustrated at this point. Um, I asked, I remember asking if I could go home. And they're like, no, you are, you're not leaving. It's just, it's really not an option. Um, and I still have family continuing to come in and check on me. Um, they were very, very helpful, but they knew I was just, you know, really uncomfortable um, so there wasn't a lot of talking when they would come. They would just sit with me. And from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate each and every one of them um, for just being there. It's kind of nice when you're going through a tough situation um, and to just know that you have a really strong family bond. And I had it on both sides, my boyfriend's family and my family. Um, they had my back. I will say they had my back and I'll go into a little bit. Uh, more detail of that a little later. Um, but by about 3 p.m., they have taken me off the magnesium. They were able to get my blood pressure under control. And um, they were like, all right, let's go ahead and get this process going. So they broke my water. Weirdest, craziest feeling ever. Um, I remember just laying there. And they're like, okay, you ready? I'm like, I'm ready as I'm going to be. What choice do I have? So they broke my water and I just felt all this liquid just flowing down my legs. Um, and I was like, okay, let's let's get it going. I'm ready. Like, let's do this. I, I think at that point I was tired, but the whole process was in my mind still worth it because I was ready to see my daughter and honestly I just wanted to get out of there um and like I said this is about three o'clock I'm like okay let's do this like I'm ready I'm ready I'm ready and about 6 30 those contractions hit and they hit hard and I'm laying there like I'm a G I got this I can do this I can do this no um, I say by 645, I was like, epidural, please. So they went ahead um, and they gave me the epidural. Um, it was just me and my boyfriend in the room at the time. He was standing in front of me holding my hands. Um, and a doctor was behind me. I could feel them, you know, doing everything, um, putting the epidural in my back and my boyfriend, he's terrified. When I say terrified, I mean terrified of needles. So he refused to look. He just had his head on my head, you know, holding my hands, just trying to basically not faint on me. <laughs> That's what I felt like was going to happen. If he would have looked up and seen that needle, he probably would have been in a bed next to me. Um, so the epidural was given. I lay back down. And I started to notice... I could only feel the pain on one side of my body. And that was the left side. I'm like, okay, well, this doesn't feel normal. So I'm laying there and 
the pain is getting stronger. The contractions are getting stronger. And I can only feel the pain on my right side. So I'm in so much agony, so much pain. And like I said, I had family coming in and out. Well, at the time, my mom was there um, and my boyfriend's mother was there. And they could really see on my face. And I think I might have been moaning too, um, that I was in a lot of pain. And when I tell you, they both took off out of that room to go get a nurse, to go get help. These two were like balls of fire. Um, And they made somebody come back in there and try to fix this epidural for me. And I'm forever grateful to the two of them for that because they were not playing that. They they weren't having it. Um, and they came back in and they tried to, I want to say, like, move the epidural over a little bit. And once they tried to move the epidural over a little bit, they had given me more medication. So this has made me completely drowsy. Um... I was barely able to move my legs, barely. It was just a very, very interesting feeling. Um, And after that was done, I got another contraction. And I still could feel it on my right side. So all of what was done did not make a difference at all. So after realizing that they were unable to fix the epidural, I basically just had to deal with the pain. Um, and it was, it was, it was bad. They came in and they checked my cervix. I was only about, I want to say five centimeters dilated. Of course, that wasn't enough for me to begin pushing. Um, so the doctor came in and this was around the same time my boyfriend had stepped out of the room for a second. The doctor came in and he told me that they were going to try, um, to do a, it's like, um, a balloon induction. And I'm like, okay, what exactly is that? And he explained it to me as it is just, it looks like a stick with a balloon on the end of it. Um, and they insert it into your cervix, um, like a catheter, and it'll help you dilate faster. Um, it looks like just a rubber tube with a, an inflatable balloon on the end of it. Um, and I'm like, okay. So I, at this point, I'm I'm over it. I'm frustrated. I'm in pain. And I, I want it over with. So I'm like, you know, I asked a couple of questions. Is it going to harm the baby? He says no. I'm like, is it going to harm me in the process of this? He's no. Um, the only thing it's really going to do is help you dilate. Um, and it may take between 12 to 24 hours before it fully works. But once it's done, it's going to fall back out. I'm like, okay. So, you know, I also asked, like, has my doctor contacted you um, regarding any information I was at the office? And he said no. I'm like, okay. So my boyfriend walks back in and he's like, hey, your doctor's here. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, she's here. She didn't come in at all. And he said no. When I seen her, she put her head down and kept walking. I said, you got to be kidding me. So my doctor was definitely in the building that day. She did not come in. She did not check on me. She did not see how everything was going. Um, and I just had way too much on my mind to even try to understand that situation at the time. So I informed him um, about what they were going to do 
to try to help me dilate faster. So he was at the head of the bed with me. Um, and the doctor came in and that was one of the most painful things I think I've ever felt. I don't know if it was on top of like the fact that I was still having contractions and they did this or what, but I literally just held his hand and stared at him and he just kept telling me it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And of course I'm screaming at the top of my lungs because that hurt. It really, really hurt. Um, and it was crazy because as soon as it was put up there, it fell right back out. And I'm laying there confused, like, oh, we're not going to do this again. Like, we are not. And I repeat, we are not trying this again. So they looked at me and they're like, oh, you're nine and a half centimeters dilated. I said, wait, what? You're now nine and a half centimeters dilated. And my boyfriend looked at them. He goes, well, if you just put this up there and it may take a little while for it to work, there's no way she went from about five centimeters dilated to now nine and a half in under a minute. And we just looked at each other. And he's like, you know, sometimes miracles just happen. And we're sitting there once again, extremely confused. We're like, okay. So we go ahead and we get ready because the doctor's like, You're, it's almost time to push. It's, it's time. So I start pushing. Um, my mom has one foot. He has the other foot. And I begin a process of pushing. And as I am pushing, I hear one of the machines starts to go off. And I look over and the doctor just yells, stop, stop pushing. Just stop pushing. I'm like, okay. So I lay there for a second. And my baby's heart rate is dropping. Is what they tell me. So they give me oxygen. So I have a mask over my face. And I'm kind of just laying there. And it took about. From what I can remember. I want to say it was about five minutes. Um, for my baby's heart rate to go back up. And I began pushing again. And after pushing again. I feel like this went on for about maybe 10 to 15 minutes and I heard the machine go off again he tells me to stop and they hand me an oxygen mask again and he gives me the oxygen and I'm just laying there at this point I'm in tears I'm beyond tired because I've been you know in the hospital over 24 hours at this point I'm I'm just I'm done I'm tired I'm frustrated and I'm worried about my baby I'm like, you know, oxygen's level dropping, heart rate. Like, what did, what am I to do? Like, I, I felt helpless. I, I really felt helpless. And I don't know if you guys remember me telling you, I, I'm really big on being in control. So this whole predicament, this whole situation has taught me a lot. Um, And I'm like, okay, so what now? And they're like, just lay there for a second. Just take, you know, breathe, just breathe, just breathe. And once again, they use the word relax. And I was just like, okay, okay, I'm trying. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. And the doctor had walked out and I looked at my boyfriend and I was like, I don't know how much longer I can keep trying to do this. I just wanted a C-section at that point. And I never had even sat back and thought about the fact that I could end up getting a C-section or that there could be this many complications trying to have my baby. Um, I just didn't know 
what to think, but I knew my body was tired. If I didn't know anything else, I knew my body was tired and I knew my baby was tired. Um, so the doctor came back in and my boyfriend looked at him and said, she wants a C-section. And the doctor looks at me and says, I want us to try one more time. Um, just give it your all. Just, just try one more time. And I had tears in my eyes, but I said, okay. So I tried one more time. This went on for another 10 minutes. I tried. And same thing happened again. So third time, my baby's heart rate dropped. Machine is going off. They give me oxygen. And the doctor finally looks at me and says, okay, we'll give you a C-section. So I'm like, okay, at this point, I I can barely honestly keep track of what's going on. I still have the epidural in my back, so I'm still receiving medicine from that. I have been pushing well over an hour. Um, I had an oxygen mask on my face. And... I remember them prepping me for the C-section. I remember bits and pieces of it. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. My boyfriend is looking at me. You can do this. I'm terrified, but I knew in my heart that it was the right thing to do. When you know your body, you know your body. And you know when it's time. You you just know. I can't explain it. I can't describe it any better than I have. I just knew that there was no way I was going to be able to tolerate any more of this, nor was my baby going to be able to tolerate any more of this. So they began prepping me to go into surgery. Thank you, everyone, for listening to part two of Growing Up Cali. Um, Please like, subscribe, share. I really appreciate all the love I've received so far from everyone. Um, I will be doing the next one very, very soon. Please, please, please like, follow, subscribe so you guys will know when the next one is posted. Thank you so much.